Video Game Pulse. Episode 285. everybody i am millennium x17 and i'm doc Adikido. There, there is no kaz nope no kaz this week uh the sauce is not so much weak as it is ill as i was gonna say she's not asleep or anything she's not really sleepy but uh she's very sick and has been for the past couple days so uh yeah that definitely sucks definitely sucks yeah she's on the strong medication right now so let's uh hope that works out for her yep uh, not much else really to say about that, other yeah. than the fact that it's almost been a full month since our last show. Yeah, it's been uh, what, just like three weeks, three I think, weeks, something I like believe, that. Yeah. We're supposed to do a show last week, but unfortunately, uh, life got in the way. And yeah. The less, uh, how would you say, the less uh, liked part of life. Yeah. So uh, last week, our uh, our aunt passed away sadly after a very short battle with lung cancer. But I believe she probably had it for a lot longer, but we only just found yeah, out, out about just, it a couple uh, of months ago, like two and a half months ago. Maybe. Yeah, she started showing symptoms about two and a half months ago, and then uh, that's when we found out. But by that point, it was already so far gone. There really wasn't much to do, and it w- it progressed very quickly. That's the other thing. It was a fast acting. It was, it was extremely it was aggressive. Fast cancer. mover. So yeah, extremely aggressive. Even the doctor said it was one of the most aggressive types they've seen in a long time. Yeah, the, the strange thing though is that it was lung cancer. Yeah, it, it's really weird because she's never smoked. smoked. Yeah, never smoked. Never smoked. No, work never in an really... environment with secondhand smoke. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. That I think that's the most bizarre thing. Yeah, in this that's whole definitely situation. the part that threw everybody. We were like, yep. what? But uh, yeah, by the time they caught it, it already traveled, and you know, by that point, it was because they were trying to play catch up with it, but it was too late already. Mm. So, yep, it's been kind of a rough week here for us, but the uh, the funeral was this past Tuesday, so things are slowly starting to, you know, get back into normal routine again. But yeah, the uh, I think we were holding it together pretty well until the actual until the service. Funeral, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that was uh, that yeah, was hard. It was. It was really hard to sit through the funeral. Mm. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yep. Should we move on to something slightly more cheerful? Probably. Yeah. Uh, probably to know, even here's the thing. I could say that we haven't really been looking into news all that much, but to be perfectly fair, that was only like last week or something, mm-hmm. the week before or something like that. But still, uh, there really isn't anything for news. Yeah, the news has been kind of light the past Super couple weeks. Super light. I probably missed something, mm. but in the last like half hour, I went through the last three weeks, and there's just like, oh, this got delayed, that got delayed. Oh, they're teasing this. Is that gonna happen? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, then th- I know it's just like there's not, <laughs> there's nothing really going on. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, this got delayed, that got announced. It's like, do we really want to sit here for a half an hour talking about that? So it's mm. like the news isn't all that much. So we're also going over the ease mails, which we have three all from the same person. Yes. And. 
Then there's also the forum, which has been cooking for a while now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't believe there's uh, really. And then we're gonna have we're gonna be a review, but we haven't fully done all the aspects of the game I would like to have done. So it's turning into a very comprehensive first look. Yes. So it's gonna be an interesting episode. Mm. Do you have any side notes? Not really, actually. I it's think we been, do, uh, like pretty quiet. It's otherwise, been pretty quiet. Otherwise, other than you know the other big than item, the big thing, yeah. It's, uh, like I said, it's been kind of a rough week for us, but overall there's nothing besides that going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't believe there's much else. I really don't have any side notes myself, uh, other than I need to invent some sort of, like, complex time-space continuum machine to get more hours in the day so that I can actually have more sleep. (laughs) Yeah. You know, maybe I could could squeeze more gameplay time into that time and then sleep during normal hours. (laughs) a thought yeah we've been uh we've been playing a new game that has a very interesting effect on our ability to perceive time yeah and that all of a sudden like we'll be just getting into it and doing stuff and then oh hey look it's six hours later (laughs) when did that happen hey when did the clock move that's (laughs) that's weird i've only made it through like a third of the things that i said i was going to do in the next hour which was five hours ago now that i've been playing for six it's like you know (laughs) yeah more on that later, though. Don't worry. We'll get there. We'll get there, and we'll probably spend a lot of time on that. Mm. <laughs> so so I still think this is going to be one of our, oh, it'll be quick shows, and then two and hours then later. It'll be quick until we hit that point, mm. and then all of a sudden it won't be quick anymore. <laughs> Very much so. Should we head on off to the news? Yes. To the Eastmails, I mean. No, that's right. You're right. Yes. It's been, e- it's been so long. I, I know. Yes. Eastmails. Okay, we got three emails from Yotaro Vegeta. Yes, you are awesome, dude. Keep yes. them coming. Very much so. so do you want to hit this one? This, this first say, you want to read this one because I'm going to be doing the response. To okay, this all one. right. Hold on a second. Let me just check something real quick. Okay. All right, nothing else is on fire. All righty then. The uh, be sure to speak up and into the forum because it's or yeah. into the forum. <laughs> into the forum. <laughs> it's very hot. We didn't mention this. It's very hot, so my brain not functioning. Uh, <laughs> At optimum points, which some might say the optimum point isn't even all that good to begin with. So, <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Either which way. So, Yotar Video says, "Hello, all. Let's talk about something very, very important, and it doesn't involve controllers or Funimation. Orphan Black. The end is coming, or it already came. I'm only in season three, so I'd like to know how Dark God is coping and what will fill her hours once the uh, Clone Club signs off for good." Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Y'all might want to buckle in for this one. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything spoilery or too long because, as you said, he's only in season three. But uh, season five has been quite the experience so far. I don't quite know how I'm coping with it. Uh, what I'll say for season five is that it's been super intense, a lot of good information coming to light, and that episode two will hurt your soul. So once you get to that point, you'll know what I mean because, wow. That was an episode, but uh, we're actually more than halfway through the season right now, and it doesn't even feel like it's been all that long, but uh, yeah, I've only got another couple episodes until the series wraps up for good, so I'll be very interested to see how this is actually going to, you know, conclude and how everything is going to tie together at the end, so that'll be really good. Very, uh, very worried of certain characters who I... I'm pretty sure are going to die at some point or another. One in particular. They, they got to throw at least one of the two of those in. Oh, there's already been one. 
That's what I'm saying. Episode two will hurt your soul. There is not only a death of a main character, but it is one of the most gruesome deaths I've seen in any TV show, period, of a main character. Good times. So, yeah, that that was a shock when that happened. That hurt. But uh, I'm expecting at least two more to go. Did, we'll see if it actually happens. Did they bring the wood chipper out? Um, More or less. It wasn't wow, a, really? It, it wasn't a wood chipper, but it was... Uh, might as well be? It might as well have been, yeah. You're going to have to tell me about this, because <laughs> uh, I haven't actually honestly watched Orphan Black in a very long time. I know, I need to get I you back into it. I think it's so I've good. even seen season two. I think I've only seen the first you season. You have seen season two, because season two was, remember, the one where it ended with Rachel getting the pencil in her eye? Uh... Okay, oh, yeah, your yeah, in season yeah. three. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say spoiler. No, no, no. All right. uh, yeah, your was in season three. Yeah, season two was the thing with the eyeball that you yeah, flinched at. That hurt. Yeah, you haven't seen seasons three, four, or five. And four was really intense. Five is a whole new level of intensity, though. It's so good. And I'll be really interested to see where this whole thing wraps up in the end. But uh, as for, you know, what's going to fill ours... I have plans with one of my friends for a project that we're going to be starting once season five uh, ends. So that'll be really fun to work on. But, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I can say for that. That's not going into spoiler territory. Mm. And, you know, for the ending of season two, like, by this point, if you haven't seen season two, you're probably not going to. So, yeah. Although, to be fair, you should, because this show is amazing. Mm. It's, like, one of my favorite shows ever. It is ever. a very interesting concept. I did it like really, it. It is really, really good. I love how it's done. Mm. Hey, Fanto. Um, hey, Fanto. Uh, anything else? Are we moving on? Oh, I could probably go on for a long time for that, yep. but uh, <laughs> we should probably move on. Alrighty then. The next thing up is uh, Yotaro's responding to my comments on uh, Anita Sarkeesian. Um... Yeah, I wanted to address this because I've actually had a couple other people like poke me on Skype and comment similar things to this. So I think this will be uh, good to uh, discuss. So if you want to... Okay, I'm not going to... I don't know if I should go through the whole thing. There's an update to it as well towards the bottom, which is the second email or the third email we said we had. But uh, he says, Millennium, you're a bit biased. We're all at least a bit biased. Here are the facts, though. Anita Sarkeesian's videos are kind of nonsense. I don't know much about Sargon of Akkad. Uh, not enough to say where I fall on him, but I'm betting he, that he's, at the very least, not a fan of Anita Sarkeesian. Uh, to settle on the facts, uh, which is easy this time because all of this is on video and quoted. Uh, you memorized it kind of well. Here's here's the gem. Uh, her exact words for the quote that she did was, uh, if you Google my name on YouTube, you get shitheads like this dude who are making these dumbass videos she says we're uh, continues saying they just say the same shit over and over again. I hate to give you attention because you're a garbage human being. Uh, these dudes just make e these uh, these dudes just making endless and those videos, videos that go, go after, after every, every feminist. feminist. Yeah, over and over again is part of the issue and why we have to have these conversations. All right, so at the end of the quote there, uh, this is this was the response to the troll question: Why is why fem feminism in regards to gaming and online is worth discussing. Like she said, she points out Sargon in particular. Clearly, sh she lost her shit. She's not exaggerating, though. Sargon has a ton of Sarkeesian-related videos a mile long. Can you blame her for flipping out? She turns out that turns out that he likes talks. Oh, that, wow. that he talks about Sarkeesian yes. quite a bit. I'm having a stroke over here, apparently. <laughs> apparently. I can't. It's a very long one, and I don't like to read all of them. But yeah, you, do you want to go with the rest of it, or sure? Okay, uh, 
Okay, so let's turn this on ourselves. Imagine if you had a neighbor across the street who was shit-talking you for years. One day there's a block party. This neighbor decides to come over and enjoy your food and your barbecue. Knowing that he's been shit-talking you, he doesn't say anything to you, though. Would you be wrong for giving the student a piece of your mind? I don't know how... Uh, what's that word? Incendiary. Uh, incendiary. Sargon's videos are, but I remember his gimmick being that he fights with facts. Reading the titles of his anti-family videos, I don't think he's playing nice at all. Uh, likes all the time. And then, update. Uh, I think that Anita Sarkeesian and Vidcon still come off looking quite bad in this whole thing. And Sargon shouldn't have been the target of her vile quote. But they knew that they were poking the bear and she couldn't handle all these recognizable internet dudes sitting in the front Careful. row. The worst part of it was that when the guys were being thrown off the question line for asking stuff like, do you believe everything you said online? Right, okay. Do you have something to say about this immediately? Um, not immediately. I've just had a couple of people poke me on Skype after the fact and kind of say similar things. All right. Here's my take on the fe feminism in specific regards to Anita Sarkeesian. The reason why I can't, for the life of me, come up with an intelligent response to why it irritates me is because it just... Their immediate response to any criticism whatsoever is, you're just hating me. And yeah, that's what always seems to, you know, get, like I, my brain shuts down when I see like any res any type of criticism whatsoever is immediately met with, you're hating on me. Yeah. And that's to me is insanity. Mm. But like my immediate take on it is. I don't watch any of Arnita Sarkeesian's videos. I don't know if she's changed, but all I know is that anytime anyone tries to question her on any of her, you know, videos, that's what they're immediately met with is the, oh, you're hating on me. Mm. And it's just like, I don't know. It's like I can't form a r rational argument against it because it's just so stupid that my brain immediately shuts down. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, the, the fact that she she definitely flipped out and I get what you're saying here with the whole, you know, if, you know, neighbors shit talking you for years. The problem is, is the reason why the neighbor is shit talking you for years is because you've been making up a half ass shitty argument for how long now? <laughs> yep. Uh, do you have anything else to say? Not really. Like, again, I don't like to talk about Anita Sarkeesian because it gives her attention. And I ultimately think that's what she's after. But, you know, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. You know, it is an issue. Uh, is, is online harassment an issue? Yeah. Yeah. It legitimately is. Should it be something, you know, that we... Hang on. Turn this one on then. Yeah. The lamp just died. The lamp died. I'm like, power... Okay, no. I, know, I thought the power went out for a second. Too, and I'm like, wait, no, the commuter's still on. What? Well, let's see. Wait, lamp just died. 28. Oh, on scale of tech fail, I'm okay with that. We need to get a new lamp. We do need to get a new lamp. This one is dying in a big way. Might as well just leave that on. Yeah, it's going to be the worst thing ever that ever happened. What was I saying? Uh, talking about Anita Sarkeesian. I totally forgot the point I was on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the lamp was like, nope, had enough of this. I'll know as soon as I'm editing. I'll be like, damn it, I, that was the idea I was going towards. <laughs> Look at Saldera. Yeah, sabotaging the show. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I definitely do get the uh, point he was trying to yeah. make with, like, you know, a neighbor shit talking. It but just, then it's like, at the same time, though, it's like she's kind of brought it on herself at this point. Just a side note, because the cut's probably going to be very weird, yeah, is that we yeah. just had an issue in the room and it was like, and I totally forgot my point. I had totally yeah. had a brain <laughs> malfunction. Yeah. 
So unfortunately, the lamp suddenly went off and we thought the power went out for a second. Yeah, it was like, oh, attention. And then I totally forgot what point I was on. Yep. It was a good one, too. I thought it was going to end on a really good punctuation. <laughs> and then the lamp go, <laughs> The lamp has had enough of your shit. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. I, ultimately, should people be giving her a fair take? Yes, absolutely. But pro the problem I have with her situation is that it's always you're hating on me. Mm. And it's just like, really? Yep. It's kind of annoying, but, you know, again, what are you going to do? Yep. Anything else you need to be said about that? Not a lot. Not a whole lot. Uh, That's all the emails we have. Good stuff. Most certainly. Yeah, thank you, Utara. Utara was, like, the best for emails. It most certainly. He's actually, you know, one of the only ones. One for of the e only ones who ever email. sends us emails, and I love him for it. So good. Ooh, autoplay of ads. Let me turn that off. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so if we get any more autoplay ads, the speakers are off now, so we don't get sound. <laughs> uh, but yeah, most certainly, we need more emails. Yes. More people to send in more emails. Yes. Hmm. The usual spiel. Should we head on off to the news? Sure. Okay, here we go. It is now time for some news. Yes. And by some news, I mean very some quick. Some news. <laughs> some is the uh, emphasized phrase to the uh, situation. First up, Doom gets an update, 6.66. Yes, it does. Do you know about this? Um, I know that I had a big-ass update to uh, my copy of I, it. I know why it took so long. Because holy shit. The, the update was legitimately over half the size of the full game. I was like, what the shit are they adding here? And then I read about it after, I'm like, oh, okay. Yes, it was all the DLC. Yes, all the DLC. <laughs> uh, scraps the season pass, and now all the DLC is free. Yep. Which, damn, what was the decision behind that? Do you know? I you don't. Uh, is it all DLC or all multiplayer DLC? Okay, it's giving away all multiplayer DLC content for free. Yeah, because I think they're revamping the entire multiplayer structure to it. Yes, in the appropriately dubbed update 6.66. Yep. <laughs> because, of course. Because Doom. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about it until after that. Like, I just booted up my Steam to check something, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, update started. I look in it, and it's like this massive, massive update. I'm like, what the hell are they adding? So that actually makes a lot of sense that it's all the multiplayer DLC, because I think they're just going to be completely rebuilding the multiplayer from the ground up, as far as I understand it. Yeah. I mean, I've never played multiplayer yeah, so on there's, games. So there's now three multiplayer DLC packs, which include nine of our best maps. Three additional guns and three additional playable demons, new equipment, armor sets, and more. So, yeah. That's the thing. That's actually pretty awesome, though. Yeah, that is. I'd, what happens if you already bought the season pass, though? Is that, is that ever addressed? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. But yeah, I don't think there's much else to be said about that. I don't. Uh, no. The only question I have is what happens if you already bought the season pass? I mean, how upset I'm, would you be now? I know. I have no idea. So again, why do I say my policy is now I'm not getting a season, season pass? pass yeah. If a DLC sounds interesting enough that I want to get the DLC, I'll just get the DLC. I've been burned on too many season passes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I've never played Doom's multiplayer, so I don't know very much about it at all. Doom's single player is amazing, though. I love that game mm. so much. <laughs> And thus ends the only tab of news that is going to have that much discussion. Yep. <laughs> because the rest of them are, oh, Horizon Zero Dawn patch adds new Game Plus and Ultra Hard mode and more. Okay. That's a thing. 
We, neither of us finished Horizon Zero Dawn. Again, it's you, you understood it too because you experienced it as well. It's like it's so interesting. I wanted to get to the end, but it's just like, uh, right? It wasn't so much that for me. It was just that I had so many other games that I wanted to start on or get to for like reviews and stuff. That after a while, it was just like, okay, I've seen enough of this. I've talked about this enough. We can just kind of send it back now. Mm, yeah. Because I have so many other things I wanted to get to. Yeah, so that's a problem. Yeah. Moving on, Platinum Games could be teasing Bayonetta and Wonderful 101 for the Switch. Nice. That's very awesome. I like this art, by the way. Oh, this art is so good. I love it. Was it was a tweet from Platinum Games Japan account, uh, and it's really awesome. Yeah, the Bayonetta. Yeah. That's so cool. I really like that. That is really cool. I need to play one of those games. I've heard so many good things about all of those games. Yeah, very I've much never so. had the opportunity to play any of them, and it's so sad because I really want to. Hmm. Definitely a good time. A lot of people speak highly of Bayonetta. Yeah. Works there. Moving on. Sony announces a limited edition Destiny 2 Glacier White PS4 Pro bundle. Nice. So this is a Glacier White PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the PS4 Common uh, Destiny 1 Limited Edition. I was going to say, I think mine is better because mine has that intricate uh, pattern on it, whereas this is just the white PS4 I don't know. Pro. That still looks sharp. It still looks sharp, but mine has more like the, the gold and silver etching on it. Yeah, that so was, that's think, really awesome. Yeah, I love my PS4. My PS4 is amazing. I'm so happy I was able to get a hold of that. Yeah, that, that works, but that still looks really sharp, though. It does. You know, if I was in the market yeah, for... white consoles always look really, really good. I know. Something about it works with them. Most certainly. And, oh, hey, hi, Vale. Hi, Vale. Hello, and Vale popped in. I don't I know. It. Oh, okay. we said hi to Fanto, but Vale came in before. Yeah. And we totally we missed totally it. totally missed it. Sorry, hon. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, next bit of news. Logitech acquires headset maker Astro for $85 million. Yep. Anything else? Not really. I, again, not really. Nintendo and Nintendo ceases production of the new 3DS in Japan. Really? Mm. The 3DS XL is still going very strong, apparently, though. Okay. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's not terribly surprising as the current current top end model uh, of the handheld, the soon to be released new 2DS XL, will fill in the lower price slot. So yeah, that, that makes is sense. true. That is true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's a thing. And then the final tab of news. Yes, I know. Final tab of news. Actually, there's something else I want to bring up after this. I was surprised it wasn't in here. Okay. Uh, Today, uh, this is going to make us all feel old, and I'm sorry for (laughs) that. But today, Metal Gear series is 30 years old. And by today, I mean July 13th. So that was, what, a week ago? Yep. As a matter of fact, it was exactly a week ago. Jesus. Yeah. So, feeling old yet? Yep. Hmm. Yeah, bring up your uh, email and bring up one of the uh, emails I oh. sent you with news in it because there was one thing in there that I was really surprised that you didn't grab. Well, I bowled everything at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And again, like I said, I really looked through the news, but there, nothing really jumped out mm-hmm. at me. But I... Yeah. Oh, I God. Apparently Metroid is 30 this year as well. God. I want to know how on earth that the cords... All of your get... wires keep getting tangled. Again, I, I'm like I'm having to thread my keyboard in and around the microphone cord, even though none of them are, interact with each other. Oh, they do. You just don't see it. Oh my God! Look at look. It's even tangled with the cord going into the speakers. <laughs> wow. Just wow. Like that is the wire gremlins, man. They are active. <laughs> they are real. I'm sorry, guys. We're just uh, bringing up his email because there was another 
type of news that I uh, thought that uh, we would be including. <laughs> nice spam. Oh, I get spam <laughs> all the time. You have no idea. <laughs> I love how I look over and see that. I'm like, yeah, nice spam. Uh, might be that one in there. I'll be cutting it down. Yeah, my spam is real. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll show you this after the fact. The, I think this is spam as well uh-huh. because it says, first off, I, do I even have? I don't know. We'll look at it afterwards. It says one of my things that I barely ever use. I logged in on an iPhone and I'm like, what? But I'm looking at the email address and I'm like, that doesn't quite jive. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm betting this is spam as well. This is not spam. It's phishing. Phishing, yes. So I I, I saw that and I'm like, mm? I'll worry about that later because I don't have an iPhone. So yeah, I'll worry about that when I worry about that. And here is, so here's the last tab of news that Dark God wanted to grab. Yep. So. If you want me to really put it in, you need to make a note of it. Okay. Because otherwise, when I eyeball through, if it doesn't look in, again, in this in this fluff-heavy thing, we're only going going for about nine minutes in the news, and this is the last tab. So. Yeah, I just wanted to get your opinion on these pictures. I've seen the pictures, yeah. So what are we looking at? Yeah, so the first look at Atari's new console, which is fascinating to me. Since, you know, Atari hasn't made a console in how long? But, uh, yeah, the Atari box is what they're calling it for. I don't know if that's official or if that's just what they're calling it right now. But uh, it looks interesting. So we're going to have to include this in, like, the show notes so people can have a look at it. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it looks retro. It looks very retro. And it's I, very I, cool. You know, honestly, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely an I wish they had console. better pictures of the back, more close yeah, up. Yeah. So it looks like there's an Ethernet port on there. Bring that up again. Okay. There's looks like there's an Ethernet port. It looks like there might be a couple of USBs and an HDMI eyeballing, and I don't know what that other one is. Uh, see, uh, Atari Box appears to feature an SD card support, HDMI port, and four USB ports. That's what that might be. That's yeah, SD yeah. card. Okay, I was looking at that. It looked like four across the top was on the back is. Uh, the USBs, and then right below that is the HDMI, and I was looking at the other one. I couldn't figure out what the yeah, other one was. Yeah, card. Uh, this box will support classic games. However, Atari also wants to release current content, too, which could mean any number of things. Perhaps Atari is going to republish some classics or make a new game in retro style. There's still a lot of questions left to be answered. That would be awesome. I think there's a huge amazing. market for that. If people yeah. actually made – and furthermore – you know, the budget on those games wouldn't be nearly as much as the AAA industry, but furthermore, there's a huge – amount of people that love retro games oh yeah absolutely so uh, i think this could be turned into something very very interesting mm, yeah, it's definitely interesting what direction they go with it so uh yeah it's definitely something to keep an eye on i'm very yeah, interested in this that is very interesting yep and yeah, we can drop this in the chat so the uh they can have a look at it well, let me uh yeah, the same grab that right there all right that's all for news that's all for news. I seriously think that that is the shortest news segment we've ever had in the history of this show. Probably, yes. I'd be willing to bet. Mm. Uh, that means that, you know, and here's the thing. Right now, Raw, the show itself, if I were to cut down, would be less than 30 minutes right now. But yeah. here's the fun part. I guarantee we're still going to go over an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Because now it is time. Forum shouldn't take too long, but the then forum. the first look is yeah. going to take a while, I think. Forum. So, yeah, let's head on off to the forums. Yes. If I remembered that, I would have. You don't have a bookmark? Uh, do I? You can probably oh, yeah, it bounce off. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that is there it. it is. 
Oh, and forums uh, are looking yeah. slick now. By the way, uh, Waltel got around to upgrading the forums. I know. Even I'm, though this is the type of thing I was saying I wanted to do with it, just to make it look nicer than just like the plain stock, you know, background and everything. So this is actually looking kind of slick. Still not what I would consider to be like done, but it's definitely a lot better than it was. This definitely needs some sprucing up, but yeah, it was definitely better than it was. That's for damn sure. Yeah, now it doesn't look like just like an unfinished stock forum. <laughs> With no work done whatsoever. With no work done whatsoever. Now it actually looks kind of slick. I like that. I love the color scheme. Mm. The forum is a bit old one, but this is an interesting one. It was a silly ha half question that I asked, and it became a forum because why not? Yeah. So this is from June sixteenth. <laughs> it's been a while, so it's, it's definitely time to rejigger this. So, what, in your opinion, is the best gas station or petrol station in all of video games? First in is Yotaro Vegeta. Uh, I think that people didn't post replies in the last discussion topic because the forums aren't mobile enough. Maybe Anime Plus can create a Discord server. That would be awesome, actually. And uh, okay, my favorite gas station is the Need for Speed Underground 2 because you could crash through the gas station and blow it up. <laughs> That's awesome. Runner-up goes to Final Fantasy 15, 15. Because A, you can buy everything you need for your road trip there, and B, uh, Sydney's there. there. Yeah, the hot one. Fixing your ride in the cutoff shorts. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Uh, next in is Lord Armor Baron with when you talk about gas stations, I for have to add to gas station from mercenaries 2 where you get the best vehicle in a game the devastator <laughs> yeah. i remember mercenaries and mercenaries 2 those games were great next in is a uh what looks like a newcomer is andros yeah that's new andros newcomer welcome uh hammerhead in final fantasy 15 it has cindy to fix upgrade cindy again yeah. also citizen upgrade some of your weapons and to finish us off is Zaldera with, uh, there are gas stations in video games? <laughs> I can't say I really have any. I tend to play games where they do not exist, like in the far future or in some fantasy world, or they are literally ru a ruin in a post-apocalyptic setting. Those count too, Red Those Rocket. Those count, though. Hey, Red Rocket, that counts. Uh, ruin in a looking at you, Fallout. Hey, what do you know? I didn't even <laughs> read ahead and I even said that. <laughs> or they just... There to be blown up or provide chaos. Oh, yeah, Need for Speed. Would you say blow it up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, without lack of a good answer, I give you Gastola. And then oh, Gastosa? The there's a YouTube Gastosa. link. Gastosa with a YouTube links. Yeah. No, no. What is yours? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the mole from uh, Persona 4. Mm, that's pretty the good. The mole station. The ones with the, uh, the very interesting gas station attendant, let's say. Mm, yeah, very much so. I think by, I, by this point, everyone should know about the gas station attendant in Persona 4. Seriously, you, you should know that, right? Yeah, Come you on, should know that by now. It's been, it's been long enough, I think we can. Uh, mm. It's not really a spoiler anymore. Oh, no! But, uh, so yeah, the mobile station. I actually included a picture of this in the actual uh, forum post. Mine is going to be interesting because mine, I don't know how many people are going to, when I say it, I guarantee people are going to be like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Because <laughs> again, because I can't just be normal. I have to have, you know, weird, you know, wonky kind of off the wall, rare things. I don't even know. I've tried to look this up and I couldn't find if it had a name or not. So okay. I don't even know if it's, it's generic enough that it didn't even be named. 
But all those gas stations that pop up in SimCity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always the same little Sprite. Yep. And I know it by heart. I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> and that's the one I'm going with. Nice. Good job. I, bar- I guarantee you everyone thought I was just going to go with the standard answer of, like, Fallout. And then uh, Red Rocket. <laughs> Red Rocket. Nope. SimCity. Good stuff. I know the exact one you're talking about as well. Yeah, I know. Okay, forum for next time. Yes. Wording as always is, and it's going to come with a YouTube link, which is a really good thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but wording as always is going to be the issue. Our thing uh, with this forum is going to be, uh, the idea is, is that Markiplier just uploaded a video for his, he did a thing at, I think it was VidCon. It was I'm VidCon. Not, right. It was VidCon. And he was talking about how he had. Uh, it's the story of why he loves space. The story of why he loves space. I think the video is literally called the story of why I love space mm. on his channel. And the whole thing he goes through is that because he played a game with his dad that his dad got him a game, a specific game called Homeworld, Homeworld. is the game. Yeah. And I'm unfamiliar with this game. I've never heard of it. I hadn't either. And you've seen it and you said it looks pretty awesome. Because he later on did a really, playthrough of it. It really, really awesome. Yeah, he did a live stream you know, of it the other and day. When his father passed away, it, it really affected him and it hit him hard. Oh, and yeah. We can relate to that now. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, the the whole point of his story was that... Afterwards, he went back and replayed Homeworld, Homeworld again. Homeworld for hours. For hours, hours and hours. hours. And, you know, he was crying and everything. He kind of, like, started to really appreciate it for what it was. Mm. And uh, and that's, you know, what really made him love space and love the concept of, you know, going out in space and space travel and all that. And it all started with his father. So the the general idea for this topic is uh, what is your favorite memory from playing a game with someone who's no longer with us? Yeah. What is your best gaming memory for, you know, like family members or something that are no longer family friends here. who are, you know, who have passed away. Mm. And, uh, you know, if you have any memories of playing games with them at any point, then, you know, we would love to hear your story. Yeah. And we've got a couple as well that we'll be sharing uh, uh, next week. Not to be, you know, or, really, or, you know, it's probably going to be two shows from now, which oh, might yeah. be four weeks, four weeks, but whenever I don't want to, you know, mean about it, but try to keep them shorter because apparently I have a seizure when I read long <laughs> posts and I, uh, in my brain, you know, yeah, you can't read very well, but, uh, no, I, I never really liked reading to begin with. Yeah. It's my eyes. It's the contrast that my eyes go, uh, and, they, and then I suddenly lose <laughs> my place and it's just, yeah. Uh. But, uh, so yeah, if anyone has any stories like that, we would love to hear them because mm. that's just like you know, and we'll be linking that video as well because it's just such a cool story to just listen to him, you know, telling. Because you now you can really get the full appreciation of like how much this affects him, and even like during the live stream that I watched when he was playing Homeworld again, like he had so many moments where he was like choking up at certain points because it was just you know it's so important to him. So, uh, so yeah. I don't know if there's much else I can say about yeah, that. Yeah, that's really awesome, though. Yep. All right. I don't believe there's much else for that. So forums are done. We're at, we're at roughly, I would say, 40 minutes. Yep. Rob, we're still going over 90 minutes, guaranteed. <laughs> this, yep. Who knows? It might be shorter than that. I don't know. I doubt it, though. Mm. First look. First look. Time now for a first look. Yes. We need to tell you all it's 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 a it's a public service. We need to do a public service announcement to everyone out there so that everyone like everybody knows that 
meth is bad for you. Yes. And, you know, it's probably not a good idea to do meth. Mm-hmm. And I've been told, at least. Breaking Bad has taught me that. Yes, very <laughs> much so. Uh, the only the thing is, is that there are certain games that kind of act like <laughs> I was meth. wondering where you were going with this. <laughs> and whereas when you when you get it in your system, you got to have more. And it's, I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but it's good. So you keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But you're not sure, but you keep doing it anyway. So what have we been playing? <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. I was like, <laughs> Do you like what? that? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We've been playing a game for a couple days now that has completely drained our lives away mm. from everything else. It is called, uh, it's an early access game on Steam called Factorio. Yes. PC game. PC game. Steam early access do we need anything up to talk about this? Uh, you can pull something up if you want to. I don't. In order to get the developer it. name, we're gonna. Yeah, have to... yeah, we're gonna have to look that up. But, well, yeah, uh, Factorio. Factorio. It is a really interesting game because it's got a fairly simple concept that gets very not simple the further into it you go. <laughs> it is complicated simplicity. That's about which, yeah. Uh, will make sense as we go along into this. Yeah. So basically, the premise of the game is that you have crash landed on an alien planet and have to use the natural resources at your disposal in order to build yourself a rocket in order to get off the planet. It's easier said than done. It's easier said than done. Because your hands are, how should we say, full. (laughs) Oh, yes. Hope you're good at juggling. Hope you're good at juggling and planning. Planning. (laughs) Because planning is uh, very important in this game. (laughs) So, yes... I believe you start the game off with just a pickaxe and No, you start you start with you know you start with a stone furnace and eight That's plates right. of iron. That's right. Smelted already. Now. Yep. That's just just the base thing you start with. And kinda like Minecraft in the sense that you need to then go out and like you have to chop a tree down in order to then be able to chop stone out to get a wooden pickaxe and get stone and then you upgrade to steel eventually it's kind of like there's a lot of minecraft parallels here if you really like minecraft (coughs) if you really like minecraft then chances are then you're like this you're going to very much like this if you like minecraft or if you like uh, engineering i think you will like this because there's a lot of that in this game as well it's one of those things where it's like you, when you choose to set up a base, like, you know, you have to kind of realize, okay, what resources are around here? Where are other resources? Where are enemies? Like, how is this going to work? And like, how long is this patch of coal going to last? Like, where's the next one? Yeah, how is everything ahead. going to link together? And furthermore, you don't realize the kind of volume you're going to need in order to do things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, you'll be doing things in the units of millions and it still won't be enough. <laughs> Very much so. It's not only is millions. You could you could come across a patch of coal or iron or copper that's a million strong, and and you it's a matter of pulling it out of the ground and getting it smelted and then getting it to where it needs to go fast enough. So it's even a throughput issue. Oh yeah, that is one of the biggest problems we'll be dealing with, is getting enough to where it needs to go. Yeah, it, it it's definitely an issue. Mm-hmm. I. With that said, like I said, there's a big parallel to Minecraft in that every time you start up a new world, there's a lot of... We'll get to the options of world building in a second here, but when you start up a new world, it spawns in similar to that of Minecraft in that randomly it's generated. randomly generated. And as you walk out, it's randomly generated, and it's infinite mm-hmm. as you wa- wander out. 
So it's it's interesting in that sense that you know they use that that exact method to mm -hmm. do the same thing again, yeah. which is very interesting. It works well too. It does. It works great. And so you never know what you're gonna get. When we might as well just get into world building now. So when you first start a game, you were presented with this screen about there's like a basic advanced and there's another tab which I forget what it said, but you can affect the 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 engine that creates a world, and you can rejigger to have lots of aliens, little aliens, peaceful mode, or you can do like. Little resources, a lot of resources, spread apart, very close. Density, size of resource, size oh, yeah. of enemy base. You can base. customize pretty much everything you know, in this you, game. You can, you can specify, oh, I want, I want crude oil to be very scarce. And give yourself a challenge of the crude oil challenge. It's very limited. I need to find it and, and mine it out. Yep. You know, those are the types of things you can, it's any one customizable thing you can do. Size, frequency, rate. Uh, the everything set to everything out of the box is set to normal. Everything is medium, I think, or something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Something like that. the only X factor that I would say is, unless you're a veteran player, of this I would turn off respawning for the aliens because yes, we've yes. experienced this. Yeah, something we didn't know about until it happened. Yeah. So, but we'll get that into a second. But overall, the 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 game itself is played from a. Like a, a three quarter style, to, it's top down three quarter angle. Yeah. If that makes sense, it's not mm -hmm. top down. It's not. It's like a three quarter angle. Yeah, you can't turn the camera around, as far as I'm aware. No, you can't turn the camera. I don't believe so. Though there very well might be a way. Who there knows? There might be a way. I don't know. But either which way, so that's why we. It's, it's, I think it's actually would be better to keep the camera static because then you can just say north, south, east, west, and know yeah, what you're talking true. about. Without if you could rotate the camera, all of a sudden east is a different direction, mm -hmm. and that's a problem. Yeah. But it's played from the three quarter perspective. You can zoom way in, super close. Which every little machine and every little thing has its own little animation that it does. Oh, it's so detailed! I love it. The details in some of these animations is so good, and it's very sprite based. I mm -hmm. wouldn't. It, I think it would, I would call it. It's not 16-bit. It was like 32-bit. It would be the best way I can describe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. As to how it looks. And the, for the art style, it really works well. And it's not even that big of a game. I think overall no, the size of it was game. only about 800 megs when you buy download the latest version. Yep. We're on the experimental version of 0.15.3. And the stable version is like 14.23 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The 15, 0.15 that we're on right now is way more complicated everything <laughs> yeah so that's a definitely an interesting thing specifically is there anything what do you want to talk about specifically as far as this game like we should probably just go through like how to get set up and what basic things you need to look into all right you can start off with that so like i said when you get into your world you need to kind of be aware of what's around you as far as resources and enemies you're gonna want to find a patch of land that has iron copper coal and water all in a stone. very close vicinity and stone and stone, stone is as well. not you don't need as much but you might need you might need it you need to have all of those things in relatively close proximity to each other mm. otherwise it's going to be kind of a pain in the ass so like uh, millennium said you need to like start chopping trees in order to fuel your furnace then you can start uh, like smelting things and making different pickaxes. You can start mining out the iron and start like making iron plates, iron plates, smelting iron plates, smelting raw iron into iron plates, which then can be used to make like belts and other machines to kind of like start automating the mining yeah, you process. Know, you start very simple, but then all of a sudden it's like you need this, you need so many ingredients to make this, and then that makes another thing, yeah. and that other thing requires ingredients to make another thing. And it's like eventually by the end of the game, some of the advanced end game stuff that you can do is like insane. You can have uh, robot packs on your back that you can have automated robots go off 
And it's kind of like, you know, with like redstone switches and what have you in Minecraft is the best way I can do it. Where some people have come up with like a calculator in Minecraft and you look at it and you're like, how the shit do they do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you could do similar things with this game with like the circuit networks and wiring and uh, different ways to program up your robots in order to. So you can set it up so that the whole factory is automated where robots will go fly around and take different items for different chests and go to do this and that. And if something needs something, else, it, it's insane how like complicated it gets. Oh, yeah. And again, the the better you lay out your factory earlier on, the f better you're going to be. Yeah. And uh, something that came to mind, though, is that the more mining that you do, as soon as you get, like, machines that mine things for you and, like, conveyor belts that bring things from one place to another. and Smelting. Like, and, like, you know, smelting. You have, like, power little, production. Little grabber robots that move things from one place to the next, or one belt to another, or one belt to a machine or something. They're called inserters. Yeah. All of that will produce pollution. Which will piss off the, uh, locals. the locals. The locals get upset with your... The uh, local wildlife is not pleased with this. Mm. And they will come and attack you. And uh, So, uh, yeah. yeah. That and becomes once, an issue quickly. And once that starts happening, it only gets worse from there. So because you need to start building like turrets and walls and different things to mm. defend yourself. Because when you set up your world, you can set it up to like... There's, a, there's an option to build what they call a death world where it's like enemies respawn and they evolve quickly which then all of a sudden instead of getting just small biters you get medium and then large and then there's an even bigger one a behemoth and then behemoth, there's yep. and then there's spitters that spit acid and then there's these worms that come out of the ground that graboids. do they might as well be graboids <laughs> they might as well be graboids <laughs> except benefit though they don't move they around. don't move oh my god if those things could move they would be a nightmare that wouldn't be I possible. would hate that you know and the, like during the the rejiggering of your world you can say whether or not it has you know can the enemies respawn or not or how fast they expand or don't as you get along as you start producing pollution with a lot of power and smelting are the two things that are going to be really belting it out a lot faster than everything else mining definitely affects that as well and i would imagine that crude oil pump drilling it does the same Probably, thing as well yeah. but we haven't gotten to that point yet because we've been we've had our hands a little how should we say full yeah we've been uh we've been playing it co-op he's also been playing his own uh, single player game as well which i'll get to that in a second and, uh, yeah, for the past couple of nights, we've had to, like, prioritize increasing our defenses because all of a sudden we have a lot of angry neighbors who are uh, very Disagreeing. insistent they're, on they're very coming over to saying hi. <laughs> so, you know, and here's the thing. The game is made a lot easier when there's multiple people playing at the same time. Yes, absolutely. And that, like, when we, just the two of us were there, we were able to turret hop with, we could drop a turret down, drop ammo in it real quick, and then rush in. Because when you drop a turret down, anything, what they consider to be aggressive, the these biters, as they're called, rush in and try to, and, they, and they, a lot of these items, like turrets and what have you, don't have a lot of defense. Mm -hmm. So you need to put, like, turrets behind stone walls and the what have you. Yeah, we also have this uh, system where, like, he'll go out into, like, the desert and start building something, and then I'll be on the radar map and kind of, like, give him a heads up if something's coming his way, like yeah. a horde. Yeah. It's so just like, that it, works out a lot better. Cause it it helps when you're push, trying to push out. And once you because we went out and what I was going to say is we went out and have actually attacked some of these spawner bases. And that's where some of the worms come in with that spit acid at you. Uh, and it's like doing that with two people is slightly more possible. But you still got to be aware and cognizant of your mm -hmm. health and, yeah. you know, uh, your surroundings. You don't want to suddenly have another group s sneak up on you. And it's yeah, like, yeah. 
by yourself, it is a royal pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, as you you're have to do, If you do all this by yourself, it really gets to be a juggling act. My map this morning, I spent another five hours. I wanted to get my my iron and copper and stone are dwindling. And it's like I'm some of my conveyor belts are now getting to the point where they're empty. And it's like I'd like to build, you know, my train network out. And by the way, there's you can build trains. Yep. If you can think of it, there's probably a way to build it. And if it's not, there's probably a mod for it. Yeah, you can also build cars, but they handle like ass. That's oh, terrible. Oh, terrible handling on the terrible. cars. The tank is sweet, though. I wonder if there's a mod that actually gives the car better handling. Because I don't know. The car is impossible to control. The best way I could describe it is like if you've ever tried to control an RC car from a weird perspective, and it just kind of woo, it goes every which yeah, direction. Yeah, that's about it. Actually. It's, it's very wild. But uh, like my supplies are dwindling. It's like I would like to be able to push out to this other other patch of iron and coal that I've already got cordoned off. If you see something on the map that's important that you're like, I'm going to get to that later. No, get out there and like put up a, a stone off. wall around it yeah. or like put a turret down and then you'll know when something might be in the area, even though the turret might get destroyed. But you no, know, just you need to cordon it off because as the you know biters start to spawn out, the map gets hostile pretty quick. And that's oh, what my, yeah. <laughs> my solo player game, like, I spent the last five hours just pushing turrets out by myself. Yep. <laughs> and as such, it took the whole time just doing that. And as Dark God saw earlier, it's pretty swank now, but it took five straight hours in order to do that. I'm running out of supplies. I'd like to get out and just, you know, start. I'd like to start pumping oil, which is right next to this giant patch of copper. I need copper. I need iron. It's like, when do I have time to do that? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but with the uh, with the co-op mode, it's a lot easier because like you know I can be eyeing up the map while he's working at like out in the desert, or like you know he can be working on one thing and I can be over here working on something else. So it definitely helps. And then taking the uh, the enemy bases is a lot easier as well because as you said, like one person can put a turret down and one person can immediately put ammo in it, and then we can both kind of circle around. Yeah, strafe one go left, one go right, and. Yep. <laughs> So that the worms have something more than one person. And that's the biggest, one of the biggest peeves I have against this game is that the spitter worms in each of these spawner base areas, as they evolve, they get bigger and bigger. Uh, large worms are impossible to take care of in early game. Oh, yeah. As we found out, I actually got killed by one. <laughs> it, it's They're impossible. And by yourself, it's impossible to deal with a medium. Yeah. It's so, and the biggest problem I have with it is not so much, oh, they do damage. That would make sense. The problem is is that they never, never miss. miss. And that's an issue. They have like heat seeking guided missile acid. Yeah, they spit they, acid and it's it's heat seeking. Yeah, it's like they spit the acid and then like if you try to dodge it, it will literally curve around and follow like you. Some serious wanted shit where the it's curving of it I'm not it's insanity. <laughs> it is exactly like that. So yeah. Within your range and it has more of a range than most of your early game weapons as well. So that's mm -hmm. another problem unto themselves. Not to mention the uh the medium and big worms also resist physical damage. So the big worms are impossible to take out with most guns as we found out after the fact. Yeah, yeah, you looked it up afterwards. Worm is resistant to guns, so they are harder to take out with them. So uh yeah, things to be uh, aware of. It definitely. Uh, that's one of the biggest issues that I have is just that it, the freak, the those uh you know, th it doesn't miss. The worms never miss. They never miss. It's just so aggravating. And they do damage. They do a lot of damage. They do major damage. It's like again by yourself. I would say the best thing I would say to do is disable respawning because that actually happened to us. Where we're like we clear out an area and we get going and we start jiggering and all of a sudden you're like, why is there a couple of spawner bases 
on the f- wrong side of our turret line. I know. It was the weirdest thing. So it was on the northern part of our camp, but it was like very close to the actual camp itself. It wasn't the far north one where, where I would expect action to be happening. No, it was the one right next to the camp on the northern side. And I was like, where did they come in from? Like, how did they get past everything else? And I look and it's like, oh, there's a new base that's appeared right above us. <laughs> and it's like, what? Yeah, so if there's an area of inactivity in the middle of your area, whereas you clear out a huge open area and all of a sudden you're over on the east side, the west side might suddenly have a spawn, a base spawn in on you, mm-hmm. which is a little bit aggravating. Yeah, it but is. But again, it's like, you could say that's a problem, but at the same time, there's an option in the menu to, you know, when you build your world. Had we known that, we probably would have disabled the Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, because it's a little bit obnoxious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just really, really good stuff with the really good game. Very detailed. I do appreciate the amount of detail that has yeah. gone into this game. Which is the complication as you ramp up is unbelievable. Oh God, yeah. My best bet would be if you're intrigued by the sound of this, check the trailer on Steam. The two-minute trailer. It goes around this massive factory with trains and everything, and you can see just how complicated it all becomes, <laughs> and the kind yeah. of throughput you need because, like, so, sometimes you need, you know, a, a turret requires. I don't even remember what it requires in order to build a turret. I don't remember off, off the top, top of my head. head, but it's like it's like twenty. I'm gonna guess and say twenty copper plates. 10 steel and what else would you say i think there's gears as well gears there's gears so there might be five gears and it's like well steel requires iron plates to make so you're using iron to do that you need iron to make gears and it's like so then you need iron is needed for everything but then you realize like oh one turret gets destroyed really quickly and you know how many turret bases right now i've got a turret factory going where i'm currently sitting on over seven thousand turrets (laughs) and that's not a joke seven thousand turrets that little storehouse that i put in is almost full now nice it's unbelievable 7500 is the uh the top end of you know what's what i can have on on hand at one point it's like you can build an automated machine that will then you can then tell it make automated machines yep it's just like what it's very meta it's very meta. it's like there's so much you can do but there's so much that needs to be figured out but then the problem is is that when you start juggling defending against the locals Mm -hmm. so my bet would be when you start up a new game you can do everything stock but disable respawning and then lower the uh the ability for them to like if you want their bases to be small and very poor quality so that you can at least get an idea of the game itself because that's the biggest problem that i have is i do i want to start over again yeah yeah because the problem is is that i know my map i'm set up i've been putting so much work into it but at this point in time, I'm getting so overwhelmed with bases that are growing exponentially with biters that have been evolving where I, it's like at this point in time, every time I go out, there's all large, large worms and, you know, multiples of large worms. And I'm only waiting for the first time that I see a behemoth <laughs> yeah. because there's this uh, every time you attack a spawner base, whether it's a biter spawner or a spitter spawner uh, and or an enemy or you produce pollution, you're increasing a multiplier uh that increases the chances and likelihood that you're going to see some of these higher-end enemies. Yeah, it goes from uh, small, medium, large, and then behemoth is the biggest of all the enemies. And they, uh, <laughs> I've never met one, and I'm dreading the day that we're going to meet one. <laughs> I'm probably going to meet it first on my are save. huge. <laughs> yeah, cause, and they also do damage, by the way. They also are, like, resistant to, like, even if you had a tank, it would still take a lot to take them out take them out yeah which that's what we're trying to do on our save is we're trying to actually uh build up to a point where you can get uh we can research for a tank that's the other thing as well we haven't even talked about so you have to research for new crafting recipes so crafting recipes you have to build 
Uh, you have to build a science lab that will then look into and research how to do stuff, which some of it makes sense, some of it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, one thing in particular really doesn't make sense, but... Uh, yeah, your tool yeah, belt. Your tool belt. You can actually craft a locomotive in your pocket, but you have to research how to make your tool belt bigger. Yeah, you have to research that, and it takes forever to research that, and it's just like, really? Yeah. Like, you can build all these machines from scratch using raw in materials pocket. in your pocket, but you can't quite figure out how to get that tool belt you know, I know, it's so hard. But the sciences are fueled by what they call science packs. Everyone just calls it red science, green science, blue science, but it's science pack one, two, three, on down the line. Uh, the latest experimental version of point fifteen point three has added in a shit ton more because now there's not only is there blue, but now there's gray, which is military science packs, and then there's high tech science packs. I think and, there's purple as well. And there's purple, which I forget what those are called, but we just again purple science, red science, and you have to feed these into your thing. Well, in order to produce them, well, the red science is like a couple of iron plates or in a gear yeah, or yeah. something like that. So it's like those. Okay, green science is you need in you need yellow inserters and something else i forget what the other thing is for it's like uh something copper really circuits is it circuits it I think might it's be circuits, circuits yeah. it's, it's it's green circuits and it's like well then blue science requires batteries and and this other thing and that other thing well bat in order to make batteries you need petroleum to make you know you need the oil in order to make batteries and so it's like each science pack down the line the military science pack requires a turret a, uh, a, a armor-piercing magazine round, and what is a grenade? Now, grenades, you need coal and iron. I believe it's coal and iron. Coal yeah. and iron to make grenades. The turrets are complicated, and the ammo requires... Uh, armor-piercing ammo requires regular ammo, which requires gears and, and iron. And then the uh, armor-piercing then requires, I think, copper. It's like f 10 copper plates. And something else, something to the effect something thereof. Something to the effect thereof, yeah. But what we're getting at is like the throughput in order to be able to produce enough iron and copper to do everything else is massive. <laughs> you're getting the idea of how critical a lot of this is. Yeah. Yes, all there. You can craft a train. <laughs> and yes, you can craft a train in your pocket. In your pocket. Which fortunately you don't have to. At least yet, I don't think you need to be able to, you know, produce a lot of those. And there's like the yellow science pack is high tech, and it's like each one down the line, you need to be producing thousands of them. Yeah. automated and it's but yet how do you produce enough resources to make those and then you need to get them to the science you know buildings to in order to put them into the buildings and it's yep. just the complication oh yeah this game gets insanely complicated but it's so well made i really like this especially for being an early access game this game is fantastic mm. this is like one of those true gems of early access you know, and there's a lot that we've not talked about. It's been mm -hmm. in development for like it's been on early access for like I think three years now. Something like that. It's been for a while, yeah. And here's the thing: this morning I just discovered I was watching another person. Uh, the person's name is Catherine of Sky. Is her name on YouTube? And she is an expert at this game. We're probably gonna watch a basics on. Uh, the reason why this is not a full review and just the first, a very extensive first look is we haven't done anything with crude oil. Yep. Which is necessary. You need to get on that as soon as possible. Because crude oil is like you can make plastic, you can make batteries. Plastics and batteries are and necessary like for that. a lot of the robotics and what have you. And then yeah. you need that to make plastics to make advanced. With the red circuits are advanced circuits. And you need plastics for that. And it's all crude oil. And it's like that's the one thing both of our maps are missing. But we can't get to that because we keep getting attacked. Yep. Actually, we got really lucky with our shared map is that we actually have one of the biggest crude oil deposits on the entire map right above us. 
which is actually really nice. Yeah, it's uh, nice. Because all the other uh, crude oil deposits nearby are, like, significantly smaller. We actually have one of the biggest ones. Yeah. Which There's only one that I've seen that's bigger that's way to the north. That's in very uh, spicy territory. <laughs> Highly spicy, which is why we need to research to get the tank as fast as humanly possible. possible. Absolutely. Because then, in order to... And here's the thing. It's a single-player game. In, in the multiplayer, we haven't even talked about multiplayer. It's very seamless to drop in and out, oh, even on a so land. Oh, it's so good. It just, it just, I started a game on uh, for a thing, and it's like it popped up uh, in Dark Icing, and she joined right ahead, even across our – we weren't even directly land together. It was just through our own little wireless network on the yeah. in the house. It just works. I know. It was so seamless. It's really, really good, that. And it's just, it just really seamless how that works, but it's like – for crude oil, I was like, we need a tank because I can tell everyone right now I have a tank in my game. Which because here's the thing, by myself, I kept getting killed to a medium worm, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, how? So I like okay, I opened up the cheat mode. Even with the two of us, the medium worms can sometimes do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. almost Even, got killed by one the other night. <laughs> it's bad. You got to be careful. You got to be real by yourself. Careful with that. It, I don't think it's possible. Like you have to be an expert in the game. You have to know what you're doing. You have to do it very quickly. There are speed runs where people do everything and launch a rocket in under two hours. Jesus. Like that. That has got to be like next level. Like you know how speedrunners are with the way oh, they yeah. do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I almost want to watch one of those just yeah, to see we in should. disbelief how fast some of this has to happen. Yeah. So I think if you're an expert, you can probably get away with it and be fine by yourself. But we don't know what we're doing. Exactly. That's we're kind of bumbling it. through it. So it's not a thing. But Catherine of Sky had a thing. Uh, like I was going to get to that, and now I'm off on another tangent, which is the way <laughs> this game works. It's like yeah, you know, there's so yeah. many different little aspects where it's like, oh, I can do this. Oh, I did this. And then you start doing 500 things, even though you had – and you never got back to your original project. But uh, with uh, with the tank thing, I had to cheat in my single-player game in order to get to do I, – I was almost there. I needed uh, – first off, you need plastics in order to do a lot of it. So I just – I brought in 200 blue science and 200 military science in order to research the tank, and then I was able to just, I had the materials on hand to build it anyway. And even with the tank, I'm having trouble pushing back the hordes that are coming in because <laughs> I'm by myself, and I still have to jump in the tank every once in a while. And it's the most hilarious thing ever because the tank is like a tank from like World War One, where the engine is just pop, 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 boom, pop, 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 Oh, it's hysterical. I love the sound that makes it. It's so funny. It's so good. The tank is so amazing. And if without it, single player, I might my game. I would have to restart it. Yep. Because otherwise, there would no be no way I could push out by myself. But it's like anyway. Back to what I was saying originally. Catherine of Sky has a lot of tutorial videos, and there's also Avac. Is is the guy's name? Yeah. Has a lot of uh, Factorio for beginners. That's good, but it's also not the most updated version of the game. Yeah, it's good, but it's outdated. So things have changed a bit since. It's changed then. drastically, in a matter of fact, and. Uh, She's gone through a lot of, uh, you know, stuff on how to do it. And she was talking about, I was, t I was looking up to see what the best way to build a, a nice boiler setup for steam engines in order to produce power is. And she's doing it. And all of a sudden she's like, use a blueprint to do this and copy and paste over and then fill it in. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Blueprint? What? I started looking at, where's the research for this? Where, where's the what? I'm like, is this a mod? This has got to be a mod, right? And, I'm <laughs> and I've looked, ooh, I got hiccups now. And I'm <laughs> Too thinking, much well, excitement. And I'm like, this has got to be something and i look i look up mods and it's like there's a bunch of mods out there to mod the blueprints and i'm like what and then finally i come across some forum where it's like some guy's like i've been looking for this for hours where the hell are the research for the blueprints and then someone else responds to that goes press b <laughs> it's just that easy and i'm like fucking what and i bring up my game and it's just b and it's like are you shitting me <laughs> 
So then this morning I was using the blueprinter to like you can drop down a, you can copy something and bring a blueprint over and it'll like you drop it down wherever you need it and it's like a ghosted image and the the, the overall plan will tell you you need you know 150 belts 200 stone five turrets this that and then it'll drop it you plop it down and there's a ghosted image where if you have automated robots you hit a button and she does this you can see it the robots go out and just the construction robots go out and just and build it up if you have all the materials <laughs> or you can just yourself manually then you have a stencil there a ghosted stencil to be able to just bu 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 drop down and pop in your where the objects are which is a lot easier to do and a lot faster to do it's like a really neat little system <laughs> i only just found out about it this morning <laughs> I just showed DJ here when I first got up. I'm like, there's something you've got to see. Yeah, it's like, oh, file that one under. Wouldn't it have been nice to know that when we started? <laughs> yeah, very much so. So there's a lot to this game. There's a lot going on with it. We are having fun with it. Oh, it is a lot of fun. And just like meth, it will consume your life. It will consume your life, absolutely. At least until we uh, finally get to the rocket, which is miles down the road. The the, the amount of complication. is Again, like I said, sim simplified complexity. Yep. Because, like, there is a logical order to everything. Like, you know, okay, you start off with this. And the layout needs to be can, specific, too. Then you have access to this. And then once you have that, then you can then build this and, and then build like, that. But it's like, you know, miles down, the, down line. the line, it's like it gets so Down the line, you might be having a problem getting what you need to it. And it's, like, not a matter of producing enough, but it's a matter of getting it there. So then you, know, you got to upgrade your belts. Well, you know, a yellow belt is so many iron plates and gears. A red belt is so many ye uh, yellow belts and, you know, uh, so many more gears. And it's like it's all iron. So the throughput on that is just insane. And same thing with splitters and underground travel ways, which is a good thing to say. The stock underground travel way is uh, technically will span four spaces wide. So and it, it'll be it'll be the uh, it'll be on the outside of that. But you have four spaces in the middle is what the standard spacing for an underground layer is. So I just saw Catherine of Skies uh, video on her main bus. And she said whenever you're doing a main bus, only have four wide and then have three spaces at a minimum, maybe more, maybe less for expansion. But three spaces minimum in between everything because then you can underground across the main bus without having an issue, which is actually brilliant when you <laughs> think about it. Yeah. Uh, Veil, this game is called Factorio. It is an early access game on Steam that we are loving. And for a first look that's probably about as extensive as it gets, we want to do something with Crude Oil before we get a final review in and maybe a little bit more, try to get towards some yeah, more yeah, endgame yeah. stuff. I want to at least do some of the construction robots, which we've already researched for. Yeah, the last thing I researched last night when we were playing was robotics. So, uh, But in order to build the robots, you need advanced circuits, which require plastics and yeah, all yeah. It's like it's it's. Yeah, a, I think that's the next thing we definitely need to get on is the oil, just to kind of set that up and just get it working so we can start We have to hit that, that pretty hard yeah so we can at least start making plastics and making advanced you know different things you know and again there's also once we get the construction robots then we can just use the blueprints and then kind of like you cut can down use the, on time it's a good there. idea to use the blueprints anyways because yeah, yeah. it just well i mean just to cut down time you know set down a blueprint and send a construction robot over there and then just be able to do other things the only issue with those is they have a certain range so yeah, yeah. Well, we'll probably have a lot of them because our complex isn't overly big just yet Yet. Yet. So. But yeah, again, it's a great game. It's We're loving it. Really, really It'll good game. consume your life. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know if there's that much else that needs to be said about that. Uh, we probably could, but we should probably cut it off here. Alrighty then. So if you're starting out, like I said, 
uh, limit your uh, spawner, you know, the aliens to not be able to respawn so that when you do take them down, they don't pop back up again. Yeah, that was kind of an unpleasant surprise when that happened. It's fortunate that we didn't take down those turrets and go, oh, we're good, and take them down, because that would have been real spicy. Oh, yeah, that would have been a nightmare. Which is kind of what happened to me in my single-player game. I'm off walling off uh, the next patch of uh, of iron, and all of a sudden on the other far side of my base, all of a sudden my train layout is getting uh, destroyed and eaten up, and it's like, uh, what? <laughs> Excuse me? What's going on? Yeah. Huh? And uh, so it's like I then have to hoof across this huge open chasm while everything's being chewed upon. It wasn't a good time. <laughs> I bet. Don't believe there's much else. Final thoughts? Final thoughts. It is now time for some final thoughts. Yes. The final thought I have right now is it's really sticky in this room. It is really sticky in here tonight. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Uh, one thing we say in the last time since our last show, we got around to watching a lot of anime. Yes. What have we been watching? Things. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about it? Or do you just want to briefly touch on them? Yeah, we can just briefly touch on them. So what was the first one? It was... Uh, uh, Scrapped Princess. Yes. What'd you think of that? That was really good. I did enjoy that one quite a lot. It was very enjoyable. And then the uh, I love the uh, the two siblings. Those uh, two were so amazing. Great. Even for an anime back in two thousand three, it's not it's it's in four by three aspect ratio too. Yeah. And it's still back then the the banter was great. It was so good. They were so well written. It was uh, Shannon and Raquel. Shannon and Raquel. Yeah. Those two are and Pacifica. Awesome. And Pacifica. Oh, yeah. The banter between the three of them was amazing. It was so funny to listen to. Mm. It's just it's really amazing. <laughs> I love that show. It's so good. It's definitely yeah. one of the legends. Oh, and it, yeah. it, it, here's the thing. It got, like, swept under the rug as well. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a really good show. I really, really enjoyed that a lot. Very much so. Uh, what was the next one? I there were three entire... Uh, uh, oh, Outlaw Star. Yes, Outlaw Star. Actually, we watched Outlaw before we watched Scrapped, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So that one was pretty good. I wasn't too keen on it in the beginning, but it grew on me It grew over on time. you, yeah. Yep. It was good, though. I like that show. It's another situation where as soon as I say I like a character, they die. <laughs> <laughs> Which pisses me off because it always happens that yes. way. I, like you said it during Yeah, that's right, because Outlaw Star happened first, and then all of a sudden we started watching Scrap Princess, and you're like, I want to say I like Raquel, but no, I will not. Yeah, it was, uh, I think ultimately for Scrap Princess, uh, Shannon was my favorite with Raquel very close behind. Those two were just great characters. Mm-hmm. And then what was the third show? I can't even remember. It's, um, nine. The one with nine in it. Oh, right. It... Uh, I'm blanking on the name. Oh, I love nine. She God. was great. Uh, Miraniki, uh, Future Diary. The Future, Future Diary. Diary. That's, that's the it. one. We said that in completely reverse order. We watched Future Diary first, then we watched Outlaw Star, then we watched Scrap Princess. It's probably because it's fresher in our memories. You yeah. have to go back and access that stuff to back to time before yeah. Factorio. Future Diary. I loved that show. That show was amazing. So, so is Yunogasai now your waifu? No, nine is. <laughs> <laughs> I love nine. Nine was amazing. Like I was not expecting her to be as much of a legend as she was. Like when you first see her, you're like, okay, it's generic, you know, evil person, whatever. No, she is a legend. She is amazing. Very much so. So yeah, and then yeah, you know Kasai. Oh yes, she was a piece of work. 
<laughs> and then murmur. Murmur. <laughs> murmur was so funny. I love her. Very much so. So yeah, that was a really, really good show. I enjoyed that immensely. Another legend. Another legend. Another show. legendary show. It's very good stuff. Yep. I don't believe there's much else. We haven't watched other anime, and other than you know, the funeral we've been to, it's not been much else going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do believe that's almost all. The only thing I'm gonna say, last thing I'll say about Factorio is that the mod or the, not the mods, the blueprint. We are playing with mods. It's a couple of mm-hmm. very simple ones. Nothing. Yeah, grad, yeah. Uh, Warehousing mod. There's a co- bottleneck. Is another one I'm wearing. And with. then it's the long reach. Long reach. And then there's uh, long reach is very necessary because your range on that game is very limited. Mm. Whereas in long reach, if you can see it, you can access it. Which kind of does maybe break the game to an extent, but at to the an same extent, time, but it's, it, it's, it's kind of like with it's annoying to be able to see something and did it. Oh, well, I'm not close, and you're like just barely out of range, and you got to walk closer. And I know you got to take it's one just, step and then be able to access it. It's so annoying. Very much so. But uh. There's that. And then uh, for what I was going to say, though, is for, for what I was going to say is that the blueprints, there's a way to export a blueprint to like a text document that you can then load back into the game, into another game, person's game. And it'll actually be able to uh, pick it up and use it in your game. Oh, nice. So there's people actually sharing blueprints uh, for Factorio online. Oh, that's really cool. So I'm going to have to figure out how to export the train layout unload and unload that I did that I saw online. The guy's name is Exterminator on uh, on YouTube has a layout for a like, fast train unload Factorio. And I took it, and that's the thing that came up with. The guy's name was Exterminator. And he did this train layout thing. I'm like, wow, that's awfully simple. And but yet he's doing it with all express belts, which are blue belts, which are super quick, and it's like the whole train just bleh, and it's just empty. And I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> and it's like because that was the problem I was having is I couldn't unload the train fast enough. It was just like uh, it was leaving the station with half full, and it just keeps getting more full. And it's just like, whoa, how do yeah. I do this? And it's like his method was like, bleh, and it's, I'm like, whoa! I did it with slower belts, sixty seconds flat, and I got eight thousand units off the train, and trains off again. Yeah. I'm like. That is insanely fast. We should probably clamp down on that, though, because I know you will just keep talking about this Throughput. for hours. Throughput is an issue. Yep. I was going to say, if I don't clamp down on you right now, you're going to keep talking about this for hours. Very much so. So. <laughs> you had salad beforehand, but I could use some food right now. Yeah, you've got a potato in there to uh, cook and eat, so we can mm. do that. I might have a little bit more salad. Afterwards. And for anyone questioning a potato... There's also other things that are going with it. Yeah, it's a potato with chili and cheese and all that. Sour cream. And sour cream. So mm. that'll be really good. That'll be but really yeah. awesome. Don't know if there's much else, really. I don't think so. I think we touched on everything. We are mm. raw at an hour and a half, which means this will cut down to under an hour and a half. I think that's the first time we've had a cut down show under 90 minutes in a very long time. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then also uh, something that just happened earlier today. That I, I don't oh, know right, exactly yes. when it happened, but the news broke earlier today. That The one day that I'm like, I get up and I'm just <laughs> like, I don't have time to look at Twitter. And I just skip forward past everything. And it's like. Uh, and I come out, and and then and then Sarah, you know, Dark Guy here is like, oh, did you see Twitter? Did you see the it's news? Like, you always see, see the, the news? news. And I'm like, no, are you kidding me? The one day I decided the to skip day. forward. So the uh, very very sad bit of news to end off, and I wish we mentioned it earlier so we didn't have to end on a sad note. But we uh, began with a sad note, and we're ending on a sad uh, note. Ending on a sad note, but apparently the lead singer of Linkin Park has come to light today has committed suicide. Which that sucks. Which, that is so sad. I was so upset when I heard that. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. 
He was such a good singer. I love Linkin Park. I love their music. Well, I li- you liked a lot of the older stuff. Yeah, the newer yeah. stuff was a little weird. The newer weird stuff was direction. a little bit weird, but like I still like. I will it still wasn't to, bad. I, it just wasn't my thing. And I was like, I will still listen to certain tracks of the newer stuff. But yeah, it's like I couldn't believe that when our mother told me earlier, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But uh, yeah, he was really young too. He was only in his forties. But, uh, yeah, that shocked me earlier when I heard that because that was so sad. Yeah. Because Linkin Park's music is so good. Very much so. But, uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's a nice and depressing note to mm. end on. We started depressing and we're ending depressing. Yep. And we that's had a lot of nonsense kind of in between. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of, that's that's the kind the kind of month of week, we've had. That's the kind of month we've had. Unfortunately, sorry to say, hopefully from now we're back onto a normal schedule. Yeah. Uh, without any other, you know to tra- you know anything tragic happening in between mm-hmm. would be nice that would be nice because this uh it's been kind of trying around here the past I, uh, week or so Fanto, we, at the beginning of the show we explained why we didn't have a show last week where our aunt passed away last uh two weeks ago now and yeah the funeral was earlier and the funeral, no, it was last week it was just yeah, last week it was last week and then the funeral was earlier this week and uh so it's been uh, it's been kind of a rough week here for us that's why we didn't have a show last week because we actually just... val's got a really good uh message here positive message in the chat right now is we yeah, should put a link a to idea. this uh, suicide prevention helpline uh, that's a very good thing absolutely. to end on yeah absolutely because it's as philip defranco says suicide is a very permanent solution to a, a very temporary, temporary problem. problem absolutely and like, life is always worth living even if times are rough mm. so that is absolutely a good idea we will 100 percent do that mm, very much so yeah, that's so sad. Oh my god. And while we're sitting here talking, I've actually thought of another way to do my factorial lines, my train lines. Instead of going up top, I could go all one right, up top, one right. down below. And I'm, Silence. Yeah, Silence. Be good. Any other final thoughts? Be good. I'm never good. Be good. <laughs> I never behave. Silence. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anything else from you? Final. Uh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Neither here. So, until next time, don't choke the chocobo. Bye. See you later, and bye now.